0: We're glad you're listening to Rhema for today.
1: Jesus said three things. Three positive statements. Satan had bound her. The whole 18 years she had this condition. He said she was Satan bound. Satan had bound her. He said she ought to be loosed. She ought not to be bound. And thirdly, the reason she ought to be loosed is seeing also that she's the daughter of Abraham.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching, Healing Classics, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: he's contrasting his works the works of God with the works of the devil who's a thief a liar and a thief and I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly but the thief's come to kill to steal and to destroy that which kills that which steals that which destroys is the devil's work and the devil at work that's plain enough isn't it amen you know my brother sister Jesus' description of the Father here in this portion of Scripture in the 14th chapter of John and his statement here in this ninth verse that said, He that has seen me has seen the Father. And his statement in the 10th verse that, My Father in me, he doeth the works. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Makes it impossible for one moment to accept the teaching that disease and sickness are of God. The very nature of God the Father refutes the argument. Jesus plainly taught us, not only in the scriptures that I've already given to you, but in other scriptures, that sickness and diseases of the enemy are of Satan. Look in the 13th chapter of Luke's gospel, for instance. Jesus went into the synagogue on one occasion in a certain city, and there came in a woman into that synagogue who was bowed together. And she could, the scripture said, in no wise lift herself up. Now, I suppose she had arthritis. I do not know, but some some disease of that nature at least. Because her body, she was bowed over, you see, bowed together, and her body was locked like that in a stationary position. And she couldn't lift herself up. And Jesus called the woman to him. And he said, woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Then he touched her. And evidently God's healing power was transmitted by that touch unto her body. And she straightened up, praise God, and was healed. Now the rulers of the synagogue became angry. They said it was because Jesus had healed the woman on a Sabbath day. Jesus made a very profound statement in that about the 12th, 11th, or 12th verse, 12th verse, I guess it is here in this 13th chapter. Somewhere right along there, you look looking to tell me which one it is. Jesus said, ought not this woman Whom Satan has bound, lo, these 18 years to be loosed, ought she not to be loosed on the Sabbath? And so, Jesus said three things, three positive statements. Satan had bound her. The whole 18 years she had this condition, he said she was Satan bound satan had bound her he said she ought to be loosed she ought not to be bound and thirdly the reason she ought to be loosed is seeing also that she's the daughter of abraham oh well yes somebody said yes now healing belonged to the jews all right you know, any time you get a good scripture, a good promise, it promises you physical or material or financial prosperity or blessing. Somebody rises up and says, that's just for the Jews. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute before you spout off too much and exhibit your ignorance on the Holy Scriptures. <laughs> Turn with me real quickly to the third chapter of the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham Hallelujah. might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's really Abraham's blessing. It's not the Jews' blessing. It's Abraham's blessing. And Abraham's blessing is mine. Hallelujah. Now look at that 29th verse in that third chapter of Galatians. You got your Bible there? Look at this 29th verse, the last verse in the chapter here. Now, notice. If ye be Christ, are you Christ? Are you his? If ye be Christ. Then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Hallelujah. Well, now you may know that doesn't mean that you're Abraham's physical seed, physical descendants, but he said if you're Christ, if you've been born again, if you belong to Christ, you're Abraham's seed. And you fell there, bless God, to his promise. Oh, glory. You know, the first thing God promised Abraham was, I'm going to make you rich. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, wait a minute. Look at the seventh verse of that third chapter, Galatians, while you're there. Seventh verse. Know ye not here's something that God wants you to know. Know ye not that ye which are of faith, are you of faith? Sure you are if you're born again, for by grace are you saved through faith. Know ye not that ye which are of faith, what about ye which are of faith? The same are the children of Abraham. Jesus said this woman ought to be loosed from her sickness and disease and infirmity because she was a child or a daughter of Abraham. God said the woman ought to be loosed. And God's saying the same thing today. You ought to be loosed. The sons and daughters of Abraham, and we are the sons and daughters of Abraham, spirit to speaking, ought not to be bound by sickness or disease. This woman was bound with the spirit of infirmity. You ought to be free. Blessed be God. You know, Jesus in his earth ministry continually cast out demons and broke Satan's dominion over the lives of men and women. This verse here in Acts 10, 38, look at it again, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, oppressed of the devil. I don't know about you, but I had a struggle years ago on the bed of affliction. Very often before you can receive healing for your body you have to find the answers to those things that are that are holding you back those things in your mind that's got you all hung up I had to find the answers that's the reason I spent 16 months flat on my back on that bed of affliction I remember that just as a boy 16 year old boy I took my bed at 15 is about 17 by the time I got off of it and as a 16 year old boy I remember I asked myself a question now, who's responsible for all this? How come me, I ask God, how come me have to be born prematurely as a baby, weighed less than two pounds when I was born? How come me to be afflicted all my life? Never run and play like other little children. Never have a normal childhood. Never have a happy, well day in my life. And there I was, bed fast now, and five doctors said you got to die. How come me? I didn't have anything to do with it. God, I said, did you? But all I could know was just what I'd heard preachers say and people say. Well, some of them said, you know, that's, uh, that's God's work. God's are doing all of that. I couldn't aspire to that. I couldn't accept that. Some of them said, well, now, now, maybe God didn't commission it, but he permits it for a purpose. Well, that's about the same thing. I asked God did you cause me to be born prematurely did you rob me of my childhood Set around and look at others that run jump and play I don't have anything to laugh about I don't laugh I never was happy as a child I never laughed I never jumped I never ran I never played I just simply was growed up afflicted and it affected me mentally my daddy left when I was six years of age and I was an orphan boy. And I couldn't fight in school. Everybody whipped me, even the girls could whip me. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't fight. I had a little enough sense to try it. And just with a little extra straining and effort, you see that I'd fall out in a dead faint, just pass out most of the time. They tell me, teachers and the school nurse would tell me, I'd just turn sometimes as blue as I could be. My heart didn't beat Right. And they'd work with men work with men work with men bring me around a lot of times I'd be out 45 minutes one time I was unconscious an hour and a half well because of my physical condition because of getting run over so much time I got up into the second grade then well I I was just mad at the whole world I was mad at everybody I met yes sir. it twists your thinking and so I just decided one day at the noon hour that I'd take things into my old hands. I went down off of the school ground where there's some vacant land and where some temporary quarters hadn't been built and moved off, and I found me a piece of two before, about uh, 20 inches long, 16 inches long, something like that. And I stepped up behind the bully of the playground and hit him right behind the ear, just as hard as I could, and he is out 45 minutes. <laughs> I did my best to kill him, I meant to kill him. At eight years old, I thoroughly meant to kill him. Thoroughly meant that. Was disappointed that I didn't. And several different times. I wouldn't fight anybody. But just as soon as he turned it back, I'd knock him in the head with a hammer or whatever I'd get a hold of. You get tired of getting running over after a while. You know that? Sure that's right. Make me a bit of difference in the world. I just soon have killed you, to looked at you. Of course, I wasn't saved, you know that. But it makes a lot of difference when the love of God comes into your heart, doesn't it? It was there on the bed of affliction that I was born again. But then these questions came up in my mind, you see. How come me?
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled Blessed Is. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888 and become a part of RAMA for today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In October, we're going to be
1: in two. Uh... Living Faith Crusade That's right, that's right October the 17th through the 19th in Scottsdale, Arizona Desert Family Church Pastors Joshua and Christina Pinkston Yes And then we're going over to Albuquerque, New Mexico October the 20th through the 22nd The Church Alive Pastors Mike and Sherry Safer You can go to Raymond.org for all All the the details details. Hey, if you're in the area or you know people in the area let them know about it because it's going to be
0: great Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Healing Classics. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.